lovers, welcome to Wanna Be a Spice Girls podcast. I'm James. And I'm John. And today's all about the EMMA, Emma Bunton. AKA Baby, Baby Spice, the best spice, my favorite spice. My second favorite spice. I mean, she is such a wonderful woman. She is a gem of a girl. She's a gem of a girl. I like the pun. I do genuinely feel that you, it would be. Very hard to come by somebody that didn't like Baby Spice, right? Well, if you're a Spice Girls fan, but even yeah, but if you're even just if a human, she no, just seems like a lovely I, human being. I hear that a lot. Like, obviously, like through the grapevine and anyone that you know that's met her or this, that, and the other, you always get that feedback that she's a really lovely person. She's really nice to the fans and all of that jazz. Yes. Um, and that, I think that's why I love her because she's just a genuine soul. Well, aside from that, and we'll dive deeper into this as well, but like she just has an amazing voice. It's so soothing. She really, I think nobody layers vocals better than she does in the group. Correct. But we'll get into that later. First I off, I mean, yeah, we went a bit technical. We have, yes, we, we jumped right in without jumping right into how was your weekend? Oh, John, you know how my weekend was because you were there. I was there. I, I just want to say that I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm so tired. Uh, I had a bit of a crazy weekend. You had a fake birthday. Well, it wasn't really a fake birthday. It was a belated birthday. It was a fake birthday because you had your real birthday last month. Yes. During my, your actual birthday. Yes. My la- my real birthday was last month. but And then I had a big party on uh, this weekend that essentially was a fake birthday. <laughs> Thank you. It was a belated birthday party, but for my fake birthday. Yes, if that makes sense. That does not make sense. It to doesn't anyone. make any sense. It's but not relatable. basically, the whole situation was because my uh, old school friend was is here in Los Angeles at the moment filming her new reality TV show. Gemma Collins is in town, and uh, I'm in the show. Apparently, whether they keep me in or not, who knows? I may end up on the cutting room floor. But they wanted me to have like this big party where. Uh, Gemma could come and we could catch up. It was up. a reunion. Yeah, it was like a, a reunion because I haven't seen her in like 20 years and obviously she's now super famous in England. She has 1.3 million followers. She does. She told you that on many an occasion. Multiple <laughs> times, actually. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we had a great time. Like, I mean, we f- I filmed a lot. There was, you know, finally the cameras left and then I was able to relax a little bit more and have more of a, you know, fun party we, i was able to put on the music that i wanted so I cranked up the spice girls it was a lot of fun the food uh, you you ordered, ordered a pizza. lot of domino's pizza mm-hmm. which you know you people might you know bat their eyelashes at but it is a domino's, know, is, domino's great. is great domino's is great and listen it gets the, the job done and i was the party was in a very very glamorous setting but i like to keep it casual at the same time so i was like we can be glam, but you you guys are eating Domino's pizza. Sass and trash. Yes. Exactly. That really yes. sums me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lot of um, fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. And, um, oh, I really should tell people this piece of information about who was at the party. Oh. Yes, you forgot. So basically, I invited my hairstylist um, who brought some of his friends. And one of his friends was a is a reality TV star here. His name is Daniel. He was wearing some sort of fringe jacket. Diamante fringe thing. It was actually really nice. And I was very cold. And I did ask him if I could borrow it. He didn't let me. <laughs> but I'm assuming because the jacket was quite expensive. Anyway, um, so I had a t-shirt on that said baby. Was this an official Baby Spice t-shirt? No, or? I made it myself. Oh. I designed it myself. I do have one that actually says Baby Spice. But because I knew that the cameras were there, I figured I should just have 
one that said baby in case the, it got blurred so out. So you made this yourself. It's very Rosie O'Donnell. Well, you know. So anyway, so he obviously saw my T-shirt and was like, um, is this uh, in honor of Baby Spice? And I was like, uh, yeah, of course. Like, hello. She's my absolute favorite person. And then he proceeded to tell me that Emma Bunton was his friend and that we should take a picture together and he would text her the picture. And so you, you know what LA is like, but like at first I was like, okay. And then he was like, no, no, like let's take a picture. So we took a picture, like a selfie. And then I stood next to him as he scrolled down to Emma Bunton's number in his phone and texted to her. And I was literally, I, I don't know how I felt. I, I was wish so, we could have seen the response. I mean, whether she responded or not. But the weird thing was, is I had... I did post on my Instagram the day before me in a very similar T-shirt, the one that says Baby Spice, and Emma liked it on the Twitter. The official Emma Spice The official shirt. Emma... No, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the official Baby Spice shirt that you bought. No, no? I made another oh, you, shirt. How many Baby Spice shirts I have you made? I will make Baby Spice T-shirts okay. until I die, okay? <laughs> it's a little weird to see an older man wearing a shirt that says baby. Well, okay. it's on brand for me, so I don't care. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so I had this other t-shirt on and she liked it the day before on Twitter. So now she's seen me in two <laughs> Baby Spice t-shirts well, in two days. Uh, but anyway, I was super excited and um, I immediately followed him on Instagram. He hasn't followed me back. So It's LA. I know. You couldn't even remember his last name two minutes ago. Well, you know, Daniel Russo, I'm going to say. that's you, I, It I, sounds familiar. I like that last name. I, I don't know if that's that. But. Oh, but I could go with that. Anyway, so it was a great time. I felt connected to Emma Bunton that evening, and I managed to wear a T-shirt that said baby on it that should be on national television so everyone can know that I absolutely, absolutely love her. I think I did everyone my part. knows. You did your part. I did you did your part. part. Now she needs to do her part. And... and Follow me back. Exactly. <laughs> or listen to the podcast. We're going to say very nice things about her today. Well, and that's the thing. We, John and I did have a discussion because we, obviously we did the Jerry episode last time. And when we did the Mel B episode, we had very varied opinions. Okay. And when we did the Posh Spice. Well, it's not, it's not just the varied opinions. It's, it's when we both dislike something it makes for more well you can yeah well obviously because it's I, it's it's usually a bit funnier when you bash in on something so we can't say this is going to be our funniest episode because i think we both genuinely love emma and it's you know i don't like to poke fun at her because i absolutely love her well again there's no she hasn't had a crazy personal life that that leads to say that but i was doing a bit of digging earlier and she I hasn't forgot had a, a mel things. b or victoria no, she kind hasn't. of insanity or jerry even insanity kind of like i mean i'm still blown by the fact that you know blown blown i'm still blown away by the gotcha. fact that jerry is like a christian rock artist now, <laughs> according to you last week so you learn something well new every and we day. may discover some new things about emma today that we didn't know that's so. true so um my weekend was great. Well, Thank you very much. Well, you were much. with me, so I'm just like, Excuse what do you me. want? You know I'm dealing with a personal trauma as of this morning. Oh, I did not guys. get confirmed for my tickets for the Madonna Madame X tour here in Los Angeles. Correct. And you went into a very dark, dark depression. I did not leave my bed until 3 o'clock due to tears and sadness, and it was dark and I'm still unhappy about it. But you know what? If you know me, you know I will fucking claw my way into that venue one way or the other come oh November. Dear. I'm scared to see that. Scared to see it. I, you, it's going to happen for you. 
Someone will figure it out. This always happens. I just think this whole ticket process was rude. It was a weird way to do it. It was it a weird was. way to do it. So let's just explain to the viewers, uh, listeners. To the viewers. <laughs> just explain to the listeners. Because it was it was weird. Because obviously, like, with traditional concerts, like this Spice World concert that's yes. coming up, they release the tickets. Everyone goes online and battles it out to get who can get them first. Exactly. This one was sign up to an email this one was it was a little bit different i think their goal was to like give it to to you know spice to spice girls to madonna fans and not have scalpers buy up all the tickets so uh-huh. what they did was you she's she's playing like eight dates here in la you can pick which dates you're available to go so i picked every single date and the highest price level which i have talked about mm-hmm. was 838 dollars for one ticket insane so you can only get um tickets to one show so that should in essence allow more people to see the shows but i did not get picked and i just think it's a curse and i think (laughs) there's a gay out there that just hates me perhaps i mean there's probably more than just one but probably um i think that it's gonna happen for you i've got a feeling well stay tuned people but in other concert news today we peeped a sneak peek that's uh, a lot of peeking. That was a lot of peeking. A sneak peek of the Spice World 2019 stage. <sighs> and I have to say, it really made my bottom half of my body tingle. It's <laughs> like, where are you going? I, I was going to say, it gave me butterflies. <laughs> and <laughs> I ended up. I was like, it being really made rude. me bottom. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it just made, you know, like when you get that funny tingle at the. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, downstairs, no, where? Like, like in your you know, booty like hole? You, like, what you know are you talking about? You know when you go about? on a roller coaster and you're like going up and in up your and you're stomach. getting nervous? Sure. No, lower. It's lower than that. It's like oh, pubic bone area. No, I get like And then as stomach. I go down the dip, like something <laughs> tickles down there. I don't know. It's weird. This is the whole conversation <laughs> is weird. Anyway, the stage looks great. It's basically kind of the second album in a way. Yeah. Is the it, way I would I mean, describe it. Yes, it is. I mean,. It's the world. It's the Spice world. Um, and it looks very all-encompassing. I really like it. I really like I, it, I too. think it looked really flashy. With the giant ring. Yeah, there was a giant ring on there. Like, I think it's going to be really special. Um, I did get some um, information. So, uh, on the Jerry episode, I spoke about my friend, Tracy, who almost had the same career as Jerry had. Oh, yes. Uh, and she... Uh, she, I told her about, I mentioned her on the podcast and she was like, oh, I must listen. So I listened. And then she gave me some fantastic insight. She is 10 minutes down the road to the rehearsal space. Well, has she gone? And she, well, she has a few children. So she was a bit like, I need to go. She didn't go, but she sent me some pictures of where it was. And it just made me really excited about the fact that they were all there in Bedford. Um <laughs> Well, that's the thing. This is this is it's been a this lockdown. is the time now. Like they have, they're launching their first show. The, sh- the tour launches in five days, I believe. I just can't believe it. I and cannot believe it. We are about to take a hiatus too because you're going on vacation. This yes. is our last solo Spice episode. We'll be back soon with the return of the Spice Girls tour, and then we're going to see the show ourselves. I know. There's just so much happening in a very short space of time. But I, it almost feels like we've been doing this for ages. We have been. We have been it's since been six be- months. January. Yeah. Has it been six months? Almost, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But now I just feel like it's around the corner. 
and it's all just coming together and it's just so and exciting. It's, and it, but it's happening so quickly. Like, I know. Uh, we bought some outfits. Uh, you have platform shoes. There's uh, just a it's lot It's all coming to together. I now, well, there's been a last minute change in outfit. Uh, so I need to go online and buy some pink shorts. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm I haven't, switching from I the haven't baby, been informed I'm yet. switching from the baby blue to the baby pink shorts. Two things I do want to say really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Posted my picture finally of me with Melanie B. And again, I think it is the worst picture I've ever taken in my life. But it was a hit on social media. I must say people really enjoyed to see... You looking terrible. Me looking <laughs> terrible when I was 17. No, I think it's a great picture because I think it's it's such a moment. Like, it's not... It's not a generic picture. Like, it has a fun story behind it. Exactly. And, and it, it's, it's truly kind of, awful. It kind of does catch you both out at a time. Like, you're not really that prepared either of you in the photo. <laughs> I definitely sure wasn't. Sure wasn't. I enjoy it. I don't even... I wish I could remember who took it because it was a disposable camera. But um, the other thing I want to say is I did read a news report and mm-hmm. I, I cannot confirm how accurate it is, but it did say that Mel B had a medical emergency was taken mm-hmm. to the hospital during rehearsals because she apparently went fully blind. Uh, now, she Wait, has, wasn't there a Spice Girl that was blind? She has been... Okay. She has had one of her eyes... She has not been able to see out of one of her eyes because of a botched LASIK surgery from 20 years ago, but then something happened that apparently this week she went fully blind, and that is very nerve-wracking very when you're nerve-wracking. about to go on a tour. But apparently the article ends with saying that she was released... Her vision slowly started coming back, and do you know what I wonder if it was um, the flashing lights? It could be, yeah, it could definitely be the flashing lights. But also, you know, when you are like um, exhausted and stressed, and then if you're not eating right or you've not had enough fluids and you're dehydrated, you can literally like black out, almost mm. not pass out, but actually like black out. If you have bad migraines, your vision goes too. Sure. So, um, it could uh, hopefully nothing too serious. No, I think I'm hoping she'll be okay. She's always under a lot of stress. But mm. again, I had no idea that she was that she's been blind in one eye for so long. Who knew? They said she showed up to the um, hospital wearing a eye patch, and I'm like, oh. oh, the effects of Madonna. Here we oh, go again. They must have thought Gabrielle was in the building. Remember who, Gabrielle? Who was Gabrielle? <laughs> Gabrielle. She was an English artist that wore an eye patch. What did she sing? Um, Dreams can come true. Dun, 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 dun. Was this no, a hit? You got to have them. What is uh, this? It was a super famous Circa song. Circa 1995? Yeah, no, ni- yeah, 1995, 96, maybe. Mm. Um, is she as good as Desiree? You very be similar. Bad, you very be similar. Bold. I have been cranking Desiree like nobody's business. That's the only song I know by her, but it's the only one I need. Anyway, shall we take a break and Let's then come back all things break. B-A-B-Y? Ciao. Because we got to. And we're back with Wannabe, a Spice Girls podcast. I'm John. I'm James. And now the time has come. Oh, God. This is a big moment because... <laughs> First of all, we both love Emma Bunton, but it's also our last solo Spice episode. I know, and I almost feel like, did I purposely leave my favorite Spice Girl to last? I don't know. But I cannot tell you guys how much I've been excited about this. And on reflection, when I've obviously looked at the discography, which is, I think, the first time I've ever said that correctly. Discography. Um, not too many, not too much to delve into, to be honest. Like you know, no. But then Mel- again, only Mel. We've talked about this. Like Mel C had far more than we even anticipated. But then we ever knew. Then we ever knew exactly. Because I feel like Emma did very similar thing to Mel B and Jerry, where they 
focus on music for a while and then switched and navigated into television or radio. You know, like they did a whole bunch of things after. Um, and I think Emma Emma shines as a presenter, I think. She does, absolutely. Um, so, of course, like that's a natural progression for her. But I will say that maybe we should start from today instead of like starting from back because she's the only Spice Girl that we have that has recent music out. True. She just released My Happy Place, which I really enjoy. And that was her, this is her first album in 12 long years, time. I want to say. Yeah. So she took quite a break. And she, obviously there was stuff in between like the, the reunion tour with the oh, Spice yeah, Girls. And like stuff. you said, hosting a whole bunch of different things, appearing as a judge and a bunch of different things. But let's talk about this album specifically. Yeah, well, I think because it's, I think because it's fresh in everybody's minds, we may as well do it now instead of going back. So when I first heard that she was coming out with an album, I was super excited, of course. And then we found out that it was essentially an album of covers and which I is did, always which a little is disappointing exactly. and I, I said this like on episode four or five whenever the news come up and you know I went on to say how I was annoyed about it all but on reflection now that obviously we've have it and we've listened to it um, and we're living with it that they're covers but they're her covers and it, so she's made them exactly. so much her own that they're almost separate songs and what they work really well is that the covers are all from a time of music that she shines really well at which is the Motown era the 60s era so she's kind of stayed with that theme and again going back to the covers thing I wasn't happy either when I heard but there are some artists when I hear they're doing a cover album that I do appreciate and that would be Miss Cher who did a a cover album full of ABBA songs last year and I fucking love ABBA yeah, and it was so good that she's apparently doing another one. Oh, so really? A cover album is not always a bad thing. No. Emma did have two original tracks on this one. And yeah, and I loved those uh, original tracks. Like they were really great. They really fit her style. Uh, I enjoyed the music video. The first one was called "Baby, Please Don't Stop," and that was released Baby, back in Baby, February. Please don't stop. Baby, please don't. Really stop. nice, really nice song. But I think on the album, I um really enjoy the it was like it's like it's got such a summer vibe um now i can't remember see to me it has like a spring rainy kind of vibe to me it has like like a like a fresh like the album takes me to like it has just rained and the grass Mm -hmm. is growing and butterflies are flying this is true and emma's emerging and (laughs) (laughs) very vivid imagination there i know i see what you're saying but i think because there's a song on the album don't call me baby don't call me baby which is i I think it was a summer anthem like way back when so for me when i hear that i think summer and that is one of my particular favorite songs off of this um album and i also really enjoy the duet she does with jade yeah uh she sounds it's quite different for her actually because she while she's got a very lovely sweet high voice um this is like even quite high like it's yes. a lot of head voice and you know the original by marvin Gaye and mm-hmm. tammy terrell and it's just a classic song so it's always a little bit difficult when you cover a classic song and she does it well and the music video is really really sweet yeah nice um, production value behind there too i enjoyed it like it's got such a vibe to it it um, does it's a really sweet easy video you kind of see their love you can feel the love that they yeah. have for each other and they've been together for a long time mm-hmm. 20 20 plus years well now. there is a break in there which i discovered there is <laughs> there are two breaks actually in there yeah but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later <laughs> um the other song that I like is Emotion because, first of all, I oh, love the original. Yeah. I love the Destiny's Child cover 
Um, and this one is is part of it. It's a good addition. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously again singing it in her style, in her way, and I think that that's why all of these covers work because she just makes them her own. Um, of course, she does two become one um, with Robbie Williams. Who do you want to say? Because you say it every time we mention his name. I have had dinner with Robbie Williams. Okay, yes. we've got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they did a, the duet of two become one, which you know, really nice. Um, it's always, I think, really... I mean, Emma actually does that a lot. She's sung to Become One many times over the past however many years. Like, solo, she's done it... I think she did it with um, Mel C at one point. Oh, I'm sure on, they've like, all done yeah. different versions of it. I like this version of To Become One. It's different from the original. It's um, it's obviously not half as good as the original. No. But um, you don't like Robbie Williams' voice, do you? I don't. No, I don't. Um, I'm sure he's a lovely person, but I don't... There's something about him that I don't connect with as an artist. His voice doesn't fit his face to me because he always sings a little bit higher than, than like, the mm. way he, he looks. But did you ever hear that song that he did with Nicole Kidman? Oh, I love um, that song. I love that song. I love that song. And me I and my like, friend made a music video to that song. <laughs> but I feel it's such a good song. It's such a good It's such, like, a 60s oh, vibe, too. I feel yeah. like if oh, he had done it with Emma, yeah, it would have been a been great so song. Good. In fact, that's really interesting that she doesn't have that song on here, because I think that that would have suited perfectly. And again, Nicole Kidman is excellent in that, oh, in yeah. that song. It's from, like, 2001. I completely forgot about that. I love that song. I do really love that song, um, too. How, what is it called? <laughs> That's um, like, I can sing it in on, my wait. head. To say that, um, that I love you. <laughs> and they play like a 1950s, 60s like couple. You can go, you can go, whatever the name is. Oh, something. It's called something. I don't know. I don't I, have it in I my head right now, and I know. I know we could look it up, but... But you can YouTube it. The music should. video is really good. And if you do type in the name of the song, and then maybe my name, you may find my music video on YouTube <laughs> of me doing it. Oh, how embarrassing. Anyway, so I think, yeah. Anyway, do you know what we didn't do, which I think we should do? What should we do? As we do with all of the solos, we talk about them in the Spice Girls. We just completely skipped well, ahead. I know. You wanted to go backwards. I know, I got so excited. Which is, to... This is actually the hardest. We shouldn't have gone backwards with this one now because <laughs> her discography kind of takes a a tone that she kind of sticks to and, yeah. and sticks with. But, you know, we're there. We're going I, backwards. It's, it's fine. No, we don't have to go. I didn't say we had to go backwards. I just wanted to start with the freshest piece i mean it's so new that i think it would have been weird to leave it to the end but i feel like i'm fine we no, can move on no, from no, my wait, happy but place. also i want to know because i don't know who will young is oh oh was okay. he a winner of pop idol am i yes. making that up no he he was so he won pop idol god knows when and americans pop idol is the original, the original american idol yes um who was the first pop idol uh gareth gates oh but uh actually no Will did not win. He, came he was the second. second to Gareth oh, Gates. Oh, he Jennifer Hudson. Even though Jennifer Hudson didn't come in second. But yeah, he was and no that's winner. the funny thing. Gareth Gates, we don't hear from him. Well, do but you have a, a famous pop idol person? Or is like... Will Young. Will is, but is he like super... Is he like a Kelly Clarkson or a Carrie no, Underwood? No, no, we don't have any. I mean, he is very well known, but I, he took a huge long break from music. So you, that's probably why you didn't know him. A mistake. I say it every week. Every do time. not take those breaks from music. Don't do it. I mean, I couldn't take a break from my job if I wanted to, so no, don't take a break from music. Exactly. But he was at the time obviously very successful, but then he did take a break. But yeah, oh, he did, so he did. But he, oh, he's cute, and he just released a song also just before Emma. Emma. All the songs, I think it's called. Um, well, which is a really nice song actually. But I actually wonder if they're tied to the same label because they seem to have the same campaign running at the moment with the. Um, obviously, they're on the album. 
and then they are also releasing vinyl records, which obviously seems to be a thing at the moment. It is. It's a huge uh, uh, resurgence of vinyl records. Yes. I don't have a vinyl player. Um, Neither. And I don't have my... I mean, I, I was talking about this today because we're just going to jump around really quickly that I have the album Free Me by Emma on CD, but all my CDs are in Florida at my parents' house, and it just fucking drives me crazy, which is why I wouldn't want to buy vinyl because I'm sure there will come a day when I'm like, oh, I don't need these right now because everything's digital. And no, not everything is fucking digital because no. you cannot get Emma's two of Emma's albums on Spotify in the U.S., and it's fucking infuriating. It is so infuriating. And so I have... Um, all of her albums on iTunes Like you remember when you used to have to buy music yes. on iTunes But my issue is Is that when I try and click on them to listen to them It's such an old email address that I used to have You don't remember? I don't remember the password <gasps> to my that iTunes account And then I also don't remember the password to that account Like So I can't access the music that I pay for Which is even like, more infuriating It's very infuriating But um, luckily for us YouTube exists <laughs> Luckily um, for us But still I can't play YouTube in my car I mean technically well, I can Well you can But it's not safe No no that's not safe um, So just one A few more things about this album yeah. Do you think she's gonna perform Any songs of this album On the tour? No um. As a businesswoman I mean to push Record sales She absolutely should But I don't think It's the right place I actually think That if they were smart What they would do You know like When everyone's gathering To sit And the t- like people are like Buying merch And like getting Yes that should be Her loaded music Is that what you're saying yeah, yeah like And also But all of them They should have like Some of their tracks running Like I actually think That would be a good idea Sure um, But personally I would not I don't want Any solo stuff At the Spice World I'm show. torn I would really mm. Listen I they, uh, do, they don't have enough songs as it is, and I would love the show, one, to be as long as... They have plenty, I They think, do to have get plenty, through. but I want the show to be as long as it can be, just like The Return of the Spice Girls was a great length, but I don't mind it being longer. I don't mind Melanie C. coming in with I Turn to You. Mel B. can come in with I Want You Back. Jerry can do anything from it's her catalog. Man. Who? It's Raining Men. Oh, yes. Or Back It Up. I mean, I'll take both. Just fucking do both. I don't is, care. I, I, don't, I, I need a is, solo spice. Yeah, but I think this is why you can't do it because I think everybody, every fan has such an individual favorite that you can't please everybody. There are everybody. clear favorites for the solo spices. But, uh, but I don't think they would always work in that environment. Like, I, no. my favorite Emma Bunton song is What Took You So Long, but I don't think it would work no, if I she agree. did that. She'd and have I, to do maybe. I will say that when... Which we will talk about in the next episode about the Return of the Spice Girls tour. The solo Spice section was great, but at the same time here in the U.S., like Not everyone knew I turned to you, so Mel C was like brought the house down. But and everyone knows it's raining men, but not everyone knew Maybe by Emma. So yeah. it was like okay, you, people are gonna go yeah. to the bathroom, people are gonna go get their popcorn or whatever. I don't know why I do said people popcorn. do that. I don't know. It's Constance. not a movie. Um, so. I vote for yes to solo Spice songs. I vote for no for her singing any song from this album. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. It would need to be like a What Took You So Long or um, a Free Me. You could, she could, I mean, she there was could that... even do Maybe again. It was it was great performance. It's just not enough people knew it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to vote no for solo Spice songs on the tour, if you don't mind. And I'm going to vote yes. And if I had to pick one for Emma, of course, it would be What Took You So Long. Yes. Okay. That's fine. So l- let's let's go back now because I think that... Obviously, we've done it with all of the others, and I do. I am curious what your opinions are. But Emma in the Spice Girls. Emma in the Spice Girls. I mean, she, she has so many amazing moments. Well, again, we've talked about this ad nauseum now for six months <laughs> <laughs> about how 
Emma, Mel B, and Mel C kind of were the you know the main vocalists throughout mm-hmm. all the tracks, and I think Emma layers most of the choruses, so I think her voice really is the Spice Girls in a way more than more than anybody else's, yeah. in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick my favorite song that Emma is on, mm. I'd say vocally to become one. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, I have four things down because it's so difficult. I, I she sounds well, pick one. She sounds great every time. She does. So you, it's almost like you can't pick one. But I, I do think to become one is one of her strongest moments with um when she does the bridge. And like you said, there she sounds great in every single exactly. one. And Melanie C, who we have talked about, is like the true vocalist of the group. I have said that she annoys me on some tracks. Yeah. I cannot say the same thing about Emma. No. Like there's there's all tracks that they that they kind of annoy me on, but Emma is throughout amazing. Cons- yeah, she's consistent. But I I absolutely love it when she's in her V Forever um, verse is stunning. Love. She has a great uh, lower register as yeah, well. Yeah, she does. And then um, Saturday Night Divas. She actually really oh, sounds yeah, great on she too. I must say, does sound great. I love that song so much, and she does sound amazing on it because she actually does a lot of the. Um, Closing out, which Mel C usually does, but she does it on that, and I think she sounds fantastic. But a little shout out to her phone call in Naked because Naked. that is my absolute favorite thing. And I used to always act that out when I was younger. I would like get a phone. My mum had a phone. It was like it was a shoe. Oh, you know, like those phones. Cheryl was a trendsetter. She had like a phone, and it was like a high heel. It was like a white high heel. I mean, the, the, it's the, okay if it was your phone, by no. the way. You don't have to say it was your mother's phone. <laughs> it was phone. my mom's phone, and it was obviously from the 80s. It wasn't around the bicycle era, but she kept it. And so I was like, obviously obsessed with it. And so I kept it. And I remember always being on this white high heel phone <laughs> and acting out Emma's parts, laying yeah. in bed, going, Hello, it's me. I thought you'd understand. <laughs> anyway, just a little tidbit there. But um, again, Emma sounds amazing on. Every single track. She... You just, she can do no wrong, in my opinion. I know this is annoying. Like, I want to find some fault with I, her, but listen, I, I, I truly can't. I'm not going to say this fault, but I do have some comments later about things that I'm, like, not so happy with. Oh, or, no. I have you know, plenty of definitely... comments about her discography yes. solo. But in terms but... of the Spice Girls, I really, like, off the top of my head, I can't think of one no. thing where she... Doesn't sound great. Doesn't look. I even love the the pink tips that she had in the Istanbul concert. Yeah, like, and she just, uh, she's. Oh, I just absolutely love her. I oh. don't love the pink in her hair these days. Oh, see, I love I it. I don't know what. Do you love it? I love it, and it, that's my inspiration for my outfit. I just like it's such a soft baby pink. But I just so love nice. like the. I just love her all blonde, just like Madonna again. Like I don't like or Britney. I don't like when they go brunette or have like weird colors. Yeah, but in it's, hair. she's Be blonde. she's only just chalking it in. She's not like fully dyed. Her hair. She's just putting in for like a bit of fun. Come on, lighten up. Well, I mean, if we're <laughs> gonna talk about hair, then we need to hope that Jerry is gonna be a real redhead. <sighs> Although I said I liked her as a blonde as well, no, so it's fine. I'm I'm gonna be very adamant. I know she's a Christian woman now, but I think that if she can bring out the red ginge. But there have been rumors that she's been, you know, dressing conservatively to kind of throw the fans off, and that she's supposed to dress like original Jerry she, at no, the show. I read an article that she's not doing that. That well, she's we'll like see. a mother now, but she needs to find a balance because I do understand that, you know, when you're getting older and you have like your mother and you feel like you have a sense of responsibility and, you know, your priorities change. And she was really like Jerry was really OTT. So I get that she probably doesn't want to do all of that, but like you can nod to it. And th- I think they're all doing really well at playing a part in. Yes, but they're coming. The conversation again. is that they're all 
still like hinting at themselves. Like baby's still like dressing like she has a little bit of baby Ness, undertones. Yeah. You know, scary still has the leopard, but Jerry has like gone in a completely different like southern church lady kind of outfits and she looks great but we want ginger fucking spice we need ginger spice back thank you this is the public service announcement we need jerry <laughs> jerry we need it. jerry coming out of giant inflatable legs that's what we're there for that's what we're there Guys, for that's what we all know and love so anyway so emma bunton pre-spice days do you know that she was an actress I did know she was an actress. But you probably didn't see anything she was in because it wouldn't have been played here in America. Just like um, her music. But I <laughs> um, I genuinely remember her in the EastEnders episode. So EastEnders is a soap opera, John. Well, I do know that. But can we talk about her role in the episode? Yeah, well, she was a dirty little mugger. <laughs> And who, what, who, was she believable as a mugger? She really was. Um, I and I think it. what it was is she was in like, a, I think she might have been in a school uniform. I can't remember. But um, she, she played a little rough little bitch. I picture her <laughs> as an actress, like she, cause her face is just so sweet. Like, do you know, like the, the major poster for Les Miserables, like the yeah, cartoon? Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like, I just picture that as Emma. Like, I know what you're is, saying. She is the face of Les Miserables to me. Like I could just throw a little dirt on her face. But I think that that was why she was good as a mugger. Cause it seemed like she wasn't going to do anything. And then she like ripped somebody off. But um, I, I think that, we all know she's a deep down hard bitch because hello. Remember the video with her swearing? <laughs> Shut the it. fuck up, Melanie. I still love that. I still watch it. It's so funny. And then she was like a she was like a child model. A child. She, uh, she did a lot of work before the Spice Girl. She was a busy girl. She was hustling. Mm-hmm. She was hustling like Mel B and Jerry. She indeed was. Yeah. Let's take a break before we dive into yes. the first album. Well, solo album. Mm, yes. Yes, we will. Give me a B. B. Give me an A. A. Give me a B. B. Give me a Y. Y. What does this spell? Baby. Baby. My favorite Spice Girl. <laughs> um, so let's just go straight into it. So I know you thought that you were going to just talk about her album. No, that's not what I thought. <laughs> I said... You said when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about her first album. Well, we are going to talk but about her first album. I didn't say we had to talk about album. it first. We There is stuff before the first album. Of course album. there is. So in 1999, she released What I Am with Tintinel. Well, let's talk about this era because, of course, the year before Spice World, the album and the movie had come out, mm-hmm. Jerry had left. And this was the time when they were recording forever. And they were all individually starting to record their solo projects and have them all be yes. released Throughout that, like throughout 1999 to 2001 is Mm. when like all the solo girls released their solo albums. Yes. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because Emma didn't release hers till 2001. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, did you just say that? Sorry, (laughs) I wasn't listening. I tuned out. Uh, (laughs) Thanks. But she did record it. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway, so she had the the hit What I Am with Tintin Out, um, which I love. The music video, I remember when it came out and I was absolutely obsessed. Obviously, it's a cover. Not obviously. I don't think people know the original really? too, too much. Okay. I, well, I think I knew. So maybe, obviously, it wasn't obvious. Well, not obviously. But it's but a it, good song. It was a cover. It was a great song. Um, and another piece of information that I have. And I, I, I will say it's weird how there's like little pieces of things that do link me to the Spice Girls, a.k.a. 
my friend Tracy having the same record deal as Jerry Halliwell, the same songwriters, blah, blah, blah. And then some other things that have happened in the past. Um, but I, around 2000, 2001, I was in a, <laughs> a band, we'll oh, say. Oh, dear Lord. Um, I was in a band. It was a like duo. Doubtfire, it was that. a duo. Uh, me and a girl. And I, we wrote a song uh, called Naughty Nasty Me. So uh, I wrote this song and then we went to a recording studio and the person recording it had recorded a song with Tintin out also. And you may remember this song. It goes, it's that song that goes, it's that little souvenir of a terrible year that makes my mind feel blue. I have never heard this song. You've never heard that song. Can you give me a chorus? Um, I think that was the chorus. It's a little, little, little. Maybe it never da, went across da, da, the pond. Da. It was super popular at the time. But anyway, she sung backing tracks on my song. And so I had like... Emma tin- sang... No, no, the oh. girl. <laughs> Emma say, sang backing tracks on I was going to say, Emma no, no. sang backing no, tracks on your song. The girl that was recorded with Tintin out with this number one song also was backing, track, backing vocals for my song. But she had recorded with Tintin out as had Emma. So there was like a weird little crossover there. And so, you know, anytime I can see a crossover, I'm going to mention Of course. It. Raise your hand if you can remember who Tintin Out is. Nobody except for you. Well, I can see a few people raising their hands through this podcast. Um, but so Tintin, uh, What I Am was also the theme song of her VH1 show, uh, which she hosted in 1999 also, which 19, you, you may 19. not have known. But she had a, a short stint as a uh, host on VH1 showing videos you know like they used to actually play music videos on yes, television back you, then you couldn't get everything on youtube no so she hosted that and what i am was her theme song which i appreciated it was a good song um mm-hmm. but when she released her album the first single is the I mean, phenomenal absolutely iconic the best solo spice girl song hands down in my hands opinion hands down what took you so long what took you is so the best long. frigging song of all the Spice Girl songs. It still holds up. I mm-hmm. listen to it multiple mm-hmm. times a month, a week. Yeah. It never has left me. No. It's so... It's just such a good song. Like, I know <laughs> you sound I, like you're about... It's just such a no, good song. No, it is, song. because when you think about it, it's such a good song. The lyrics are great. The musicality is fantastic. Uh, it's evergreen. You can sort of play at any point, any time. Um, it's a little pop. It's a little country But maybe we just think that because of the music video. Because the music oh, video it's the, was it's very... It's the guitar, too. Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But this is what I call her freckle era. Yeah. Because she rocked up with freckles on her face, which I don't know if she does have all times. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they but work for her. They, they do they work for her. Oh no, her. I absolutely loved it. But it was like, I it was like a conscious decision to be like, right, we're going with freckles, guys. Well, the name of this album is "A Girl Like Me," which mm-hmm. I don't love. The name of that album, I think it's fitting for her. I'm just saying, as an album yeah, title, it's a little bushy, bland, bit washy washy. And the cover is where you can definitely see her freckles, and it's a it's a very like generic. She looks like Jewel. <laughs> she <laughs> she very much looks like Jewel on the yeah. album cover, but it's a very like of that era. Like, let me just put my face in. Yeah. And fill the entire frame right, and exactly. that's it. Britney Spears had a whole bunch of those. Mm-hmm. And they work. Mm-hmm. So, A Girl Like Me. I mean, I, look, this album as a whole is... <sighs> it's not that good. Oh, It's I, not that bad. Sorry. You think it's you really good? very much offended me there. Because I actually do think it has some really good tracks on. And I, the, I think what you probably don't like about it, 
and I'm just putting words in your mouth, um, is that it's maybe not as, it's not as defined as a sound because the tracks sort of jump around in their sound. Well, I think why I don't, I, it's, it's a, it's an okay album. It's not that it's just, I think free me is such a good album from start to finish Mm -hmm. that I think anything else she kind of does kind of like you're comparing it to that. I think the singles on, um, a girl like me are amazing. But yes. there are some songs I'm like, do I really need to listen to, you know, spell it out again? Uh, Probably not. I love that song. Can you spell it? Oh, you T. Yeah. I really like, I, I like all of the songs on the album. I don't no, think none of them one, are offensive. Like A World Without You, gorgeous ballad. Absolutely gorgeous. She sounds fantastic. It's like really good. I, Take I, My Breath Away, I think is an excellent, oh, yeah. excellent song. Absolutely. It's such a perfect, like, there's almost like a lullaby quality to mm-hmm. it that I really, and that's her layering the, the chorus vocals yeah. again. It sounds so good. Mm. Now, I know we love the video for What Took You So Long because it takes us to the desert. Yeah, yeah. But I'm then gonna she say, took us to the ocean. Yeah, she took us to the ocean. It's Her videos are very generic. I know what you're saying. There's no, um, they're very beautifully shot. They're very like slow-mo. She's out yes. in the in the wild, whether that be mountain or yes. water, whatever. But and they yes. fit the songs, but there's nothing. They're very flowy. They're very flowy. They're very take them. But I think them. because, but she suits it. She does suit it. So she's, it's it's she's odd gorgeous. if she doesn't do that. I think because she suits that environment. Like the "Take My Breath Away" video is so good. Like in the black sand, and the like. I'm not saying it's like a like mind blowing no, performance. I'm, again, of this new it artistic makes sense. Era. It just it's bland. It's not like her videos for "Free Me," which I think are. Delicious. Oh yeah. Well, again, yes. They. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Delicious. I think that's the only thing that like kind of pulls me away from from this album. It's just, um, it's fine. Uh, it actually got a, a review that said it isn't an album for the ages, but it's better than not bad, which is kind of a slap in the face. But it's well, yeah, a little bit. Because I mean, I do think it's because I listen to those songs still. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Emma fan, so I'm gonna listen to them and love them. Um, if you're not all in, I can see how you would maybe sure. pass some of it by. Of course. But I will. I do want to give a shout out to Sunshine on a Rainy Day on this album. Sunshine on a Rainy Day. She sounds so good. And of course, another cover. And I want to give a shout out to We're Not Going to Sleep Tonight because oh. I love well, that song. Well, do you yeah. love the album version or the single version? I like the album version. I prefer the single version. I don't really like the music video at all but that's not why i asked you no i don't like the i don't like the <laughs> i don't like the single i like the album version much more than i like the no single version. i prefer the single version because it's got more of a dance beat to it whereas i think on the album it's slower but i don't love that's what i like about emma though i don't love her her dancier tracks i see i do i, like, I like it when she's i i like the music video for we're not going to sleep tonight i appreciate the fact she's doing a little bit of choreography I wouldn't necessarily say she's looking or choosing the best looks. Hair. hair and it was a little bit of the Mel C it was the fringe, forever hair. Yeah, it was thing. the forever hair. The like helmet with hair. The weird helmet hair, yeah. And she's not, you know, she's not known for her thick, lustrous hair. She's got, she's a blonde lady and she's, she's a, a blonde She's a blonde lady and a white lady. Sometimes with pink tips. And she's a blonde lady and a white lady and I relate to that. And my hair is also very fine. So I know that I can really go out there rocking a fringe. Well, you should. Just so I can get a good laugh. <laughs> um. But no, I, I I definitely prefer the 
We're Not Gonna Sleep Tonight single version. I'm not a fan of the album version. I am a fan of the album version. Well, this is where we're all different. That's right. Um, so the album, you know, critically was considered, I, I guess, mixed reviews. Um, the singles did pretty good. They were all like top 10 hits. Yeah. With the exception of um, Sunshine on a Rainy Day. I don't think that was... Oh, uh, well, I don't think that was a single, was it? I don't know if it was a proper single, mm. but... I don't. My uh, my recollection is that it, I know they definitely played it on the radio because I used to hear it on the radio. But I wouldn't. I don't think it was released as a like a single. song. Yeah. Um, do we know who was behind any of that stuff? Like the production company that who she because she well, was signed yes. to somebody for that. She and was signed not... to Virgin, which is what the Spice Girls were signed to. Mm-hmm. She worked with standard producers Stannard and Gallagher, who did most of the album with a few other people in there. Of course, Tintin out did Sunshine on a Rainy Day and What I Am. Um, but the album didn't perform as strongly as the label would have hoped, so they dropped her, mm. which is a mistake. Virgin has made some horrible mistakes. Virgin is also the label that you know took Mariah Carey from Columbia Records, paid her this huge sum of money, then she released Glitter, which is a still a stellar album, I must say, but then... After Glitter didn't perform so well, they dropped her from the label and had to pay her out. So Virgin did that to Mariah Carey, mistake, did that to the Spice Girls, and did that to Emma, did that to Victoria. Yeah, they're obviously not not necessarily great management at the end of the day. No, you need to look ahead. Like, everyone's going to have a, not dud, but they're not, they can't always perform at top quality. So... Virgin, big mistake, but that's okay because I think it all worked out because Emma's next album would be stellar. Should we take a break? Um, Let's take a break, yes. Free me, let me stay very high there. Couldn't help it. Don't know that I can join in with that. I'm so excited to talk about this album. This, I remember when this came out, I remember the CD cover. I remember everything, and I remember being very turned on. <laughs> well, I didn't know that's where it was going to go. I, I don't know why you're turned on by the British CD cover of it. It's uh, well, when no, when she's like sitting on the, she's like kind of sitting and looking to the side. That's the American cover. Well, that's the cover of the single for free. Yeah, yes. no, I'm talking about yes. the single cover because it's like she looks very sun-kissed. She's very tan. Beautiful. She looks like she's been spritzed with some oil or some water. Um, so yeah, very sexual. A bit of background before we dive in. So this album came out in 2004 in the UK. It didn't come out until 2005 in the US. Oh yeah, wow. we had to wait almost a full what? year to get that album. And I knew of the music because of like Napster and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I had heard most of it, but it didn't actually come out until 2005. Wow. But of course, she was dropped by Virgin, so she switched um, the label. She signed back up with Simon Fuller, and then we get Free, Free Me the album. I think what a wonderful. What a wonderful track to come out with. Um, I think this I think this particular song set her apart from the Emma we kind of knew before, right? Yes. Because the Girl Like Me album, while she sort of came out from the Spice Girls, and I think she was trying to use that album as like, this is me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a freckled girl, and I'm having fun in the sun, and I've got a guitar, and I'm a bit of a country star, slash some other stuff. Um she was still that, there was that element of sweetness still. But I think what happened with Free Me was all of a sudden she became like this hot yeah. chick. And again, this is 2004. She was 28 years old. 
she was probably trying to do what they were all doing is trying to shed that you know baby image and she looked really fucking she, hot I, I this is one of my favorite emma looks guys absolutely um riving around on that bed in that music video her hair like everything now after she was dropped from her label she of course took her music in a different direction and she says quote i always talk about the fact that i love 60s and motown so i thought i'd take elements of it bits of it put it into my album so that's exactly what i did and that's exactly what we get that's exactly what we get but not just 60s and motown what i really connect with this album is that she really does a lot of samba and bossa nova which Mm -hmm. is all from brazil and she actually shot the video for free me in rio de janeiro it has a very. It brings it all back to <laughs> to me. So I, it's like I love the '60s. I love Motown, but I'm also Brazilian. So yeah, thank it's you, like Emma. Ticking off all of your boxes. I mean, when I listen boxes. to it, I get like vibes that I'm on the Riviera, uh, Riviera, and it's just like such a good like such. It soft takes beats. you to such a nice place. Do you know? Like, there's nothing too intense on the album. Um, this is what I call like a beach album. Like I can yeah. listen to this album on the sand, and I hate sand. That's a different story. I could just sit there having drinks. Yeah, and, and it's just, just like floating everything. in the background. Yes. And just like the music's, you know, giving those. Everything little... is white. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so listen, Free Me. Very Bond sound to this, which I also appreciate. Of course. And I think anything, we talked about this with Jerry, and, and anything that has like a 60s twinge, yeah. like almost bam, always bam, sounds like a Bond theme. Bam, bam, bam. Anything that does that sounds like a Bond. So the thing that I want to say about Free Me, which we were just talking about, is how the first album had kind of generic music videos. And Free Me could be a generic music video because there's not much happening. But yet she elevates it in a way that makes it like, I don't know. It well, just, it's, it's very it's, stylized. It's stylized. It's sexy. And it's... it's. It has more of a, um, what I think is like a, a well, it has a creative vision behind it. Yeah. There's a story. We get different... Uh, but she's also she's also on the beach in this one like she doesn't take my breath away for parts of it and it's just different yeah but because there's a story going on (laughs) in the car like there's the car going you know down the roads and it's just this whole vibe of like there's a guy and there's a girl and like there's a situation and i I think all of the other videos from the first album really are just emma focused like she's just it's just her Mm -hmm. but this one i think is the first story one yeah and i think that obviously as a music video hello like stories always work and this one did. And the second video, maybe uh, second uh, single. Second single and Stella. Absolutely Stella. Now I know that you as an American maybe don't love this song. So I much. love this song. But you said you didn't you guys didn't really know about it. We didn't because we didn't have it. But then why? You I have don't to remember understand. all the Spice Girls solo stuff didn't really make it over here with the with the It's such a shame with the exception of I Turn to You by Mel C and um, I want, I want you, you back. back. So bizarre to me. Nothing like, else really made. Never be the same again. Never really made it here. Wow. Look at me. Kind of made it here for literally yeah. a day because everyone was curious about what Jerry was doing. But that was it. Like there was so no. Weird there was to no, me. What took you so long? I still don't know how I heard that song for the first time because it was never played here. That's so bizarre. So bizarre because these songs are iconic. Like maybe for me, it's an iconic song, and it's. I, I can't say that it's my favorite Emma no, Bunton no, song no. because. Because obviously we have What Took You So Long and Free Me, I absolutely adore. But it's memorable. But it's memorable. Da, 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 da. It's fun. Like, da, 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 it's da, 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 so da. good. It's so freaking good. And I think what makes it good is the music video. The music video definitely helps. Yes, it plays a whole part. Again, it's a whole story. Obviously, it's very fossy. Very fossy. Very fossy, which I, in all honesty, didn't know about as a young person. 
but when I went to stage school, I obviously learned what Fosse was all about and had to perform Fosse numbers. So when Maybe come out, I felt like I related to it. And I was like, oh, my God, I wish this had come out when I was at stage school because I would have been all over this like a rash. Oh, dear. Um, I remember <laughs> she, she performed because this this album actually did get released here in the U.S. But I remember she performed. I don't know if, if it was Maybe or Free Me, but she performed it on Regis. And Kelly, I want to say, or was yeah. it still Kathy Lee? No, it was Regis and Kelly. So this is back like 2005. Um, and I remember like Kelly asked her a question like, oh, like it, how does it feel being here without the Spice Girls? And, you know, she gave the usual answer. But what was really cute was she's like, it's just so weird. Like I'm going to turn 30 soon and I don't know how long I can like take this whole baby thing. And it's just funny to think about her like turning 30. <laughs> And she's still, she's still she's, in her forties now. She still rocks the baby so yeah, well. Yeah, like I think once it's in, it's in. Like you can't pull it out. No, you can't um, pull it out. <laughs> sometimes you have to. Sometimes and you, you should. do have to, and sometimes you should. When but, they tell you um, to, you pull it out. Yes. Anyway, maybe um, is amazing. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, I can't remember what number it got to in England. I, I, I feel like it went to like. I want to say it went to number one, but I feel like it was probably like a two or a three. -er. It was number six, actually. Oh, that's a bit rude. Yes. Um, because it was I... also number six U.S. Dance Club songs. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Absolutely amazing. Obviously, we can't say too much more about it because it's just so good. Um, <laughs> well, it is. And then um, the third, third single, single was I'll Be There. Which I love I again. I absolutely love this. And it has a different sound again. Like Free Me, Maybe, and I'll Be There. They're all kind of consistently Motown, Riviera type music, but in so many, like in such a different way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Free Me has that like bondness to it. Maybe it's the Fosse. And then I'll Be There is a little bit more like of a traditional song almost. Like yes. a bit more of a regular pop song. Um, but, but still like, it still feels very 60s, early 70s yes. to me. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I mean, especially when the chorus kicks in. But this is, uh, what's the music video shot in Paris for this? Because it has a very Parisian vibe. I don't know if it was shot in Paris, but they, there's... I mean, she's in a beret. She's in a beret. <laughs> there's French subtitles. It's in black and white. It's like a little caper type thing. She she meets a guy. He is like a car thief and the police are chasing him. They have this whole romp of an adventure. It's so cool. It's a fun video. It's so cool. It's a really fun song too. Mm. Um, um, Interestingly enough, I will say that... Number on... seven, this made it by the way. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, it's still pretty good yeah, in the top good. 10. Top 10. Um, the Free Me album as a whole, as we've said, is like, obviously, we absolutely adore. But there's a there's a track on there that wasn't released that I think, I, and obviously, I don't want to say it's better than the three that were, but as an album track, I think it's my favorite album track, and it's No Sign of Life. No Sign of Life. Yes. I would have wake up lonely and I think of you. I would have definitely released this as a single over the fourth single, which is Cricket Sing for Ana Maria. Yes. Which is a cover song of a Brazilian song that was then covered as an American song <laughs> and then now Emma did her cover. I like this song. I do it's, like, but it's not commercial. It's not commercial. I love the video. I think it's really cute. It's funny. I mean, but this is where, for me, okay, so this is one of those moments where I'm like, as a fan, I'm going to speak up and say, I'm not upset or annoyed, but I'm like, we made a mistake. Because... We made a mistake in, in single choice. It still is good enough for the album. It's just, it's one of those songs, too, that I think, like, the wrong person singing the song can really sound fucking annoying because she's like, Emma sounds great on it. She sounds great. She sounds absolutely great. But I think for me, the the combination of and 
in England, guys, this song is weird. Like, it doesn't suit out the English market, for one. And the music video was just so cheesy. Um, as fun as it was, and I, I, I like this song. I'm not saying I don't I like, like it. I like the video. I think it's cheesy. I, no, the I, I like too. it. I like it. But I'm saying... F- the the mistake that was made was this being a release, this being a commercial track because it shouldn't have been. No, it just shouldn't have been. No. Um, if we'd, I think it. If we got no sign of life, we may have extended the excitement of the Emma Bunton era during this time. Yeah, but or I even think... who the hell are you? I think is really is a really fun track yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Also, I love that on track ten, which is amazing. She she featured <laughs> Louise Fonsi, who. Nobody knew. Well, nobody, nobody in the knew, U.S. knew. Not back then, especially. Definitely not in 2004, 2005. But now everybody knows who he is. Sort of. I mean, he, you will all know him from Despacito. But he was big in Latin America, so smart choice for her. Yeah, but um, then weird that she didn't get him on the cricket sing for her. <laughs> Ugh, but who would want to sing on that song know. with her, though? I don't know. <laughs> is there a chorus of that song? I can't think of it right now. No, I don't know that there is. Or is it just that the entire time? No. No, there must be a chorus. I can't think of one. There are actual words, by the way. It's it's not what we're doing, but there are actual words <laughs> in the song. But listen, this album as a whole, the 2004 era, I think she just knocked it out of the absolute she park. really did. And it's an underrated gem that I think a lot of people that love the Spice Girls probably don't know that this album even exists. And if you have never listened well, to the album, well, I mean, Free the Me, Americans won't. Well, exactly. The That's English, who I'm speaking to. Yeah, the English. You must listen English to this name. album. I don't know how because you're not gonna find well, it on just, Spotify. Just on going YouTube. <laughs> but definitely go look at those. Go look at those songs. Those it's, it's, uh, it stands just, up. And also, um, one of the final tracks on the album, "Something So Beautiful," is something so beautiful. It is, it is a very beautiful song, and I'm. I'm not asking you to find out this information, but just, you know, as a rhetorical question, I do wonder who wrote this album, whether she was She's listed involved. as a co-writer on okay. every single track. Because um, I get that vibe. Like, for me, I get the vibe, and that's why I wondered, because I, I, don't, uh, I don't know about the first album, actually, so I can't say, but for me, I almost feel like the first album, she didn't have too much of a hand in. Um, but this one, this one for me, I feel like she was involved in. Well, yeah. I mean, this was her big thing. That's why she left the, that's why she joined this label and signed with Simon. Mm-hmm. So she kind of had more of a direction. And this is what we got. And this is a great kind of reemergence of Baby Spice. Yeah. And I mean, but still, you know, Motown, but still very much pop, still very much familiar stuff that we can connect to. And if you're not an avid Emma fan or a Spice Girl fan, I think that they're, they're songs that you could still connect to and you still enjoy. And just one last thing about Free Me. Don't just take our word for it. Like critics love the album too. And what I do want to call her out for is at that time, 2004, like it just wasn't, this wasn't the type of music that was being made. No. So she really did take a risk and I thank her for it. And that's all. Me too. Thanks, Em. Um, But what I was trying to get to was She obviously had this Motown identity And then she really amped it up For the next album Yes I'm going to say too much She ramped it up too much I agree Now Life in Mono came out in 2007 Which is right before the Spice Girls got back together For the reunion tour Was it 2006? Uh, It was 2006 Because um, she was on She was on Dancing with the Stars in 2006 And I think she came like third Yes And we've spoken about this Is it called Dancing with the Stars there too? No Oh maybe it is I honestly couldn't even tell you Um, But she 
and we've spoke about this before when any performer is a contestant on there I always feel like they have a slight upper hand yeah because they've been dancing on stages all over the world for like years and years and years exactly you're not really um, seeing them struggle no um, obviously like technical dances like if you're doing the freaking samba or the mamba or the bamba the mamba um then of course you need to learn that technique and it's going to be difficult. But anyway, so side note, so she did that and then she released a charity single, again, a cover. Petula Clark's downtown. Yeah. Yes. Petula Clark. Can I say yeah. this song is perfect for Emma Bunton. Oh, perfect. When I heard, I remember I was in college when this song came out. I remember mm-hmm. when I heard it, I was like, I love the original. Yeah. Same. Um, there was a show. I think I talked about it last week, maybe called American dreams. So it focused really heavily on music from the 60s. So when Emma did this cover, I was like, oh, my God, I love that song. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so good. And it was. It's a really fun cover for her. And it it suits her voice. Like, it's again, it's that Motown sound. The music video, I absolutely adore. It's fun. I adore it. It's a fun music video. Like, I adore it. She's like a little French maid. Yes, and there's people in the hotel. It's a fun thing. It's so cool. I mean, and it was a charity single at the end of the day. So I think it definitely did its job. And I think, you know, being fun and endearing and all of that stuff sure it, it worked but like, i it think worked. i think mm-hmm. as much as i love the song and it got me really excited for the album i don't like this album i really mm. don't well listen i i kind of agree with you and i know that there's emma bunton fans out there that obsess over this album of course because i think she i think she just did exactly what she wanted but we but know like this you said, is she amped it up way too much. And just a quick note, Downtown by Emma Bunton reached number three on the UK singles chart. So, so it went back up. Yeah. Um, but so, but then obviously Life in Mono came later in the year. And just, just slightly, just slightly. Uh, yeah, just slightly. But the first track, all I need to know was, I mean... <laughs> I don't like it. I it, The music video, she looks beautiful she's like an angel well i also don't particularly like the music video. no I, that's, I, think I was thinking about like, that today i get what they were trying to do me kind too, of to show but, her beauty in like a urban jungle yeah but honestly when like i i think first of all it was a lower budget music video obviously you can tell by the quality and i think anytime you have to film in your back garden aka east london i'm not saying like literal back garden um then i think you like i don't know for me it was just often I get they were trying to tell a story. We don't see Angel Emma till the end. Obviously, when we you see, see the just fucking petals. Feathers. <laughs> oh, the, that's what I mean. The feathers. feathers. And honestly, like, I'm just like, did somebody run over a chicken? Like, what happened? Because all these feathers flying around all over the yeah. place. And it's just. But also, forgetting the music video, I don't think it's a really good song. Well, it's not. I think she sounds good. She always sounds good. That's she never going to be the same. But there's no melody. But she, it's a boring song. It's a boring song. And I couldn't... I actually thought you were going to love this song. I was like, oh, he's going to disagree with me no, on this one. No, Honestly, I think I can... I'm very much can admit when I, you know, something doesn't work. And I don't think this works. I couldn't even tell you how the tune goes. Me either. And I listened to it like two hours ago. Yeah, and same. did not enjoy it then and still, clearly. And no. neither did the public because yeah. it was released in February of 2007. My birthday, actually, I might add. February 12, 2007, my... 20th I write that birthday. Down. I often forget. <laughs> it charted at number 60. Six zero. <sighs> that's tough. And that's a terrible way mm. to kind of lead off oh, yeah. a new era. It, the album um, sold 13,000 copies in its first week, and it was the f- first of her albums not to reach the UK top 10. It debuted at number 65 and then fell to number 75 in its second week before dropping out of the chart entirely the following week. Now, there is a note here, though. 
that she had gotten pregnant at the time. So they had to mm. cancel all the f- the further singles, no more promotion. So that's kind of uh, all okay. we got. That does, yeah. And that does always play a part, of course. I mean, obviously, she released Life in Mono itself, the, the track. Obviously, we're in America and cover. couldn't find the friggin' music video anywhere. So, and I could not remember if, what the music video was, so we can't speak to that, unfortunately. Um, but the song is, again, I didn't, no, I me, didn't well, like it's it. It's a cover, but it's, it's not a... But, I mean, even, I don't even know that it was a good song to begin with to cover. I don't know. No. It, I just, it, it was it a wasn't. weird choice. It was a weird choice. And I get, the thing I do love about this album is the album cover. <laughs> I do like the album cover. Uh, I, I will say, great. I said this to you before, but now that I'm looking at the album cover again, I'm going to say it again. Because she's on this, you know, rug. She has, like... Thigh high socks and heels on. She looks mm-hmm. very sexy. She looks exactly like Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, she just on, a, on occasion she. Has... But in this one, it's the eye makeup that she's wearing. It's the way her hair is pulled back, and actually, her head actually looks much smaller but than they, her body. But they both have a similar shaped head, you know. They do, but I wouldn't <laughs> look at Emma and say she looks like Kristen Chenoweth. No, no, but only in this era. That's interesting. Interesting. Um, so, but the mu- the album itself. Look, I think to give it some credit. There are a couple of tracks off of there that I particularly do like. Um, I'm not saying I rush to put them on all of the time, but Perfect Strangers, I think, is a nice song. I think the lyrics are really nice. The melody's nice. I like Undressing You. I think it's... Undressing You, I Yeah, I think that, for me, is probably one of the better songs off of the album. It's a bit more unusual sounding. The key changes are interesting. Um, And again, the melody. And then I do kind of like... I, there's a weird thing about Take Me to Another Town that I like. Mm. Um, it's not like the best song in the world, but I do... There's something about it I like, and I don't know what it is. I don't like... I'll do the opposite. I don't like Mischievous. No. And I don't like All That You'll Be. No. Um, the thing is, again, I think I was expecting kind of Free Me Part 2 for this album, and then when I didn't get it, I maybe listened to this album once when it came out. Mm-hmm. I, I remember downloading it, and then... Never listening to it again. Yeah. But so there was a few tracks on this album that I think were available on... Because you know how sometimes when they release a track in a different country, there's extra songs they on They do, them? the deluxe edition. Everyone does that now. Yeah, so... She did another great cover, though. Perhaps. Of course. Perhaps. But everyone that covers that song... Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, I mean, because it's a relatively easy song, let's Didn't be honest. did Jerry do this, or am I making that no, up? No, Jerry did yeah. do it, yeah. I mean, well, it was a B-side for Jerry. Well, it was um, a deluxe edition for Emma. Exactly. So. But it sounded Kisa. really great on this. But this album as a whole, I think this is going to actually come off very offensive. But we know that I'm a big, huge Emma Bunton fan. Just so say we don't it. need to come at me. But I think that this album sounds like elevator music. You're right, it does. Mm. That is offensive. I know. Um, I know. It's a terrible thing to say. But it's like, it's you get in, you like. What, you can it's, kind of hear a yeah. tune, but it doesn't really make it's, any sense. It's safe. It's bland. It's generic. It's I don't even know that it's generic. Like honestly, I think it's just like it's just wrong. <laughs> no, well, and I, I feel mean, bad saying that. Is, but the good thing is that you know she did rejoin the Spice Girls. They all came together, and then 2008 they would relaunch their tour. But mm. I'm, I think again, she took a break. She had it. She had children. Um, she had another child in 2011, but I, I would have liked another album. I would have, I mean, if we could have carried on on that Free Me vibe, like, I would have just been so happy. Well, I mean, 
seeing this album tried to continue that, I would have liked her to see her go in another direction. But I think that she sits comfortably in this thing. And I, I you obviously there are ways and means of taking an era and then turning it into a new um, sound. Yes. But that obviously takes a lot of work. And if you're busy... And, uh, My you know, Happy Place should have been this album. That's like, true. This is, that should have been the follow-up to Free Me. It should have been this album. It should have came out 12 years ago. And that's likely probably what she wanted to do. But obviously, it could, you know, for whatever reason, she couldn't do. So that's why she's doing it now. Because this is her happy place. Obviously, yes. that's what she's saying. It's her happy place. Um, Shall we take a break and then dive into more of her personal life and her yeah, television personal, stuff? Yeah, personal, television, and all of that sounds good to me. Can't wait. We'll be back. Welcome back. You're listening to Wanna Be a Spice Girls podcast. I'm James. I'm John. And we've spoken all about Emma's past music journey. And now we're going to start talking about her other life in entertainment. Um, I, this I don't think we need to do chronologically. Cause I, no, because I, I can't I remember. mean, who even knows what's going on? She doesn't do as much as Mel B. Like, no, uh, no. Mel B, I'm like, how did she fucking do three shows on three different continents at the same fucking time? But Emma does quite a lot as well. No, I know. Actually, just because, sorry, you just reminded me. I had a conversation today because a couple of my friends from New Zealand are in town at the moment. And we had a conversation about this podcast and we uh, how we spoke about Mel- Melanie B. And what piece of information they give me, Melanie B was the face of Weight Watchers in New Zealand. What? At some point. When was she fat, though? I have no idea. No idea. Well, I was like, what? <laughs> Okay, well, she will, you know, I expect her to go the Lisa Rinna route and do a Pampers commercial in the next few she years. Is because a hard she worker. will collect that check. She will. She will. I, I'm assuming it was around the uh, the Australia Got, Got Talent era. I, I mean, I guess. Because she was that side of the world. I just don't remember her ever being fat I enough was like, to do a sure Weight Watchers I was like, sure it was Melanie B? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Are you sure they're not confusing her with Janet Jackson, who was a Weight Watchers person? Uh, I've or no, Jenny I, Craig. Don't quote me on the weight thing, but one of them. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's a bit weird. If I'm just got, saying. I wouldn't be surprised if they got Jen, uh, Janet Jackson. I'd confused be hugely surprised. People know who the difference between Janet Jackson and Mel B. But Janet Jackson <laughs> makes sense to be on the weight watch because Janet Jackson actually balloons. But yeah, I, can't I literally say, can't even think of a time that. Anyway. I, I don't know. So anyway, uh, who knows? Maybe one of our listeners will correct us. Yes. Um, right. So. I think, really, for the most part, Emma's a huge part of Emma's career has been as a radio host. Yeah, um, and she's she, a great radio host. Oh, she's fantastic. I mean, obviously, not only just a beautiful singing voice, but a wonderful speaking voice. Dulcet tones. <laughs> beautiful. And um, a host. Oh, and she's, she's a, a great, great host, host, which I said ages ago. And I think when you... Oh, again, she went to stage school. You learned all of that. <laughs> You're going to say stagecoach. Um, I was about to say, she performed at stagecoach this no. year? What did she sing? She went to stage school. And so you learn all of those skills there. And she's just a natural host. And she's so good at talking and, like, conversation. So yes. the radio stuff absolutely suits her. Um, no. She was on Heart Radio, which is one of our, like, super successful and radio stations. And she recently just to do the Spice Girls tour, but I wonder if she'll go back. I, I think so. she'll go back. I, I think it b- b- works for her. I know she did the breakfast show for a long time, which obviously always means really early start. So sometimes in life, maybe you want to break from that. But she, yeah, like, she, I mean, fantastic radio host. Now, here in the U.S., her TV projects that stand out because they're in recent years were, one, um boy band mm-hmm. which i was happy to see her on it 
But also, why was she on a show about boy bands? Well, like, she's from a music. She's from I a know, band. but it just always annoyed she's me. She's from a. She's from that era of ba- like girl bands, boy it bands. It was her, like, Nick Carter, and Timbaland, and I love that trio of just random people together. Um, I never once saw the show because I seriously I mean, loathe music competitions. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it. In all honesty, I or I did often go on to YouTube just to find the clips of Emma. Yeah, and she performed a few times with with them, and that was great to watch. Um, Uh, What was the song she did now? Um, Was it Say You'll Be There, I think? I don't remember. We'll have to look it up. I can't remember. Jesus Christ. I have to Google. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I literally watched it about a week ago because I was, you know, just having a little reminisce, but um, I've completely forgot already. But the other show that she did here was the (gasps) Great British Um, Bake Off Holiday Edition. Well, Great American. Great American. But, you know, it's still, it's very, it was a very smart decision to have, like, one of the Spice Girls host the American version. Nobody could, none of the Spice Girls could do that except for Emma. Oh, no. And you know what? I would like to campaign to get Emma to host the actual British Bake Off. She was so... I thought you liked the host of the British one now. I like the female host. I'm not a big lover of the guy on it. I don't... He's fine, but I would genuinely love... Emma was so good at this. Is Mary, Mary Berry still on the show? No, Mary Berry's been switched out for another judge. I Uh, loved Mary Berry. She's an icon. She looks like, and this is going to sound rude, um... To me, she looked like an older version of Hillary Clinton mixed with a White Walker from Game of Thrones <laughs> in one because her eyes are so piercing blue too. But yeah. she, man, that show it? is a is a gem, and I wish I, they. It's hard because Americans just don't relate to television that way. No, but I will say because I watched the entirety of the Great American Holiday Baking Show, and. It, it was actually, they kept the format the same as Did the English they? one. It was filmed the same. It was like, because often... But then it didn't do well. That's the problem. Because but it, it was such a short... I mean, it was it literally was like on for like a episodes, few... Yeah, yeah, it was... And again, it's not going to ever work here. It's just not going to work. Yeah, I they, liked they, it because I was British. I think it could work, but they never they never kind of let these... They always have to like find some way to like make it fast. Like Top Chef is like very fast paced like quick fire and people mm-hmm. running around like yeah it's too game to just let tv just like be sometimes yeah which americans are not good at doing but um she did a fantastic job and i do a hundred percent think that we need to get a, a campaign going or a, one of those things you do online to um, a petition a petition is what i was looking for a petition to get her get no off and get emma in emma and sandy on the great british break <laughs> on the great british bake-off it would be phenomenal, phenomenal. She was so good, and she loves she loves the food. Yeah, um, that's she, what Mel B said actually. That her and Emma would bonded over eating. Yeah, together. like no, Emma loves her food, but she can't cook. Um, but she loves to eat, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I know I do. I appreciate well, there it. There you go. Um, but yeah, so get her on the Great British Break Show. Thank you, please. Um, but can I say one of her longest um, TV? Roles absolutely fabulous on absolutely fabulous, which you know is one of my favorite TV shows ever I in the entire do. world, and, and it's amazing. It's it's so funny. Um, I'm sure all of the audience know exactly what it is. And if you've never watched it, I think it's one of those things that even if you've never watched it, you know what it is. Exactly, you definitely have you've heard, heard of it. it. So, but she obviously plays herself. She's a, client. a heightened version of herself. Well, actually, not even a heightened version. I would say she's almost because I think that. She's such good friends with Jennifer Saunders, who wrote the, who writes Absolutely Fabulous. And who, didn't, didn't Jennifer do Viva Forever, the musical? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we haven't really touched on too no, much about will. this. But we do plan to. Um, but she, and she also was in the Who Do You Think You Are music video as Jerry Halliwell. 
amazing. She's an amazing woman, amazing writer. Um, but she and amazing philanthropist too, I might add. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, but so I think that because she knows Emma so well, and I think that she, they wanted to take Emma out of that baby spice kind of nest, and for this show particularly, because they did they did make Emma a bit more bitchy. Than she probably that is. That is why I said a heightened version of well, herself. I wouldn't say that it is a heightened version. You of think herself. she is bitchy? No, I'm saying if you heighten Emma Bunton, you would get a sweeter, more like sickly no. sweet version. No, that's that's not what, what I. That's not what heightened assume. means, though. It just means you are exaggerating yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and I don't think that Emma is bitchy, so she wouldn't be. So heightened. they've exaggerated herself. They made her a hu- no. We're on a different page. We're on a different one. page. We're not communicating. <laughs> um, but she plays uh, Safi's friend, who's the daughter of Jennifer Saunders. But obviously, she's the client of Edwina Monsoon. But a is little... it Edwina or is it Edina? Well, it changes because it used to be Edwina, and then I think they sort of shifted it to Edina, and people kind of it went unnoticed. <laughs> um, I prefer Edina. Edina Monsoon. I th- I mean Eddie. So Eddie and Patsy. There was a funny, really funny episode when Safi is pregnant and Emma comes over to have a baby shower. And in this episode, we meet Safi's other friend who's also often on the show. But she meets Emma Bunton for the first time. And it's Nicola from Spice World. Oh. And so they obviously reprise their roles. Did she have her baby? She's like a huge Baby Spice fan in this episode. And she meets Emma for the first time. And she's literally so starstruck. And she's behaving like an absolute insane person. And then Emma has to slap her around the face. <laughs> and it was the greatest thing. And then she's, and she thinks that this woman's going to like go insane. And then also she's like, I've been slapped by a baby spice. <laughs> and she's like so excited. I'm like, that's all I want in life, to be slapped by a baby spice. That's all we, that's all. That's all we want. ever want. Who we ever want. Luckily, I have met Baby Spice, which we've spoken about on one yeah. of our episodes. And it was the greatest moment of my entire life. And she did not slap you. She didn't slap me. She slapped me with kindness and love. Not physically. <laughs> but she's done so much. Well, let's talk about really quickly, though, her acting in Spice World. She's yeah. obviously not Victoria. And she's, she's not as good as Victoria. And she's not as bad as I Elsie. think she sits in the top two or three. Who would be our second? Uh, because I particularly think that Jerry and Mel B are quite terrible in the film. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to rank it like this then. Victoria's the best actress. Victoria's the best by far. Then we get Emma. Then we get Mel C. Then we get Mel B. And then we get Jerry. Gosh. Or maybe I might switch Jerry and Mel B out. I don't know. I well, don't... Interestingly, I'm quite surprised that Jerry wasn't as good as an actress. Yeah. And the only reason I rank Mel C that high even is, is because... because of Jerry. Mel no, Bay. well, no. Well, she, Mel C is terrible in that film, too. But yeah. she has one scene when she's on that, when they're playing the older versions of themselves during when they all live <laughs> together and she's on that electrical bike. Yeah, yeah. That makes me fucking laugh every time. <laughs> so for that alone, Mel C gets, you know, the middle spot. And Emma's fine. I can't really think of anything well, really. She, I, Emma looks iconic in the movie. She yeah, has like she the best does, little bits. Yeah. But I, I can't she, think of anything like. Well, she uh, the bit that only ever really sticks out in my mind from the movie is when she's like, "No, do you I think, don't." Yeah, do you think everyone will always think of me as baby spice? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But again, Victoria's. The I mean, true star we know Victoria's the true star of the Spice World movie, absolutely by far. But interestingly enough, Emma got cast in a few other movies, so she's doing a good job well, somewhere. She mostly plays herself. Well, yes. Um, did she play herself in that Spanish comedy? Um, Como sobrevivir a una mm-hmm. despedida? Yes, she did. Oh, she did. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was a role or if she played herself. No, she played herself. Um, and then, of course, she was in the Bollywood movie. 
Great yes. choice. And and just, Bollywood. just back in um, TV, like she has judged. She also judged RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars yeah. here. I know I didn't know that. It's, I don't. It's quick. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's nothing. Oh, okay. I don't think. Like, while Mel B, I think, is perfect for, like, one of those judging positions, like, on X Factor, I don't Mm -hmm. think Emma... Well, I think because she's not as aggressive. Exactly. Emma needs to be the host. Yes. But not the judge. Not the judge, yeah. Um, And she was very sweet on RuPaul's Yeah, she's too nice to be a judge. She's too nice. What else do we have, though? Because randomly I saw a note to say that she was on Neighbours, an Australian soap opera. Uh, she was back in 2006 was... In, in an episode titled What's a Spice Girl Like You Dot 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 uh, Okay so she was obviously Playing herself Playing I mean, herself Yeah that, I, that's a weird She did segue. play a But again before the Spice Girls I know she played the mugger But she also played a prostitute <laughs> in the, Was that in the bill? <laughs> to play the king No Oh okay Because I know she was in a TV show Called The Bill That we ha- used to have in England About it was like police crime Yes Oh and <laughs> Allegedly In Tim Vine Travels in Time, which I'm assuming is a British, like, sketch comedy thing. I don't know. Oh, like Drunk History. She was also in Drunk History, but yeah. in Tim Vine Travels in Time, she played Anne Boleyn. I'd love to see her take on the character. Oh, Actually, no, no, I remember seeing this somewhere. I think I saw it on YouTube. I think I have seen it. It was quite funny. But it's a comedy, then. Yeah, She's yeah, not yeah. actually doing, like, a serious take on Anne Boleyn. No, no. That's why I was getting confused with Drunk History, because it's got that same vibe in to it. In Drunk her. History, she was Maid Marian. And Catherine Parr, another one of <laughs> Henry's wives. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her go. Look at her go. Uh, and then, of course, she has, like... She's a very successful businesswoman also because she has um, Kit and Kin, which is a big baby company. It's almost like your American Honest company. Very on brand. Uh, yeah, completely on brand for her. And it's like super successful. And, you know, she's such a she's such a mum and she's like such a good mum. And you can kind of see it how especially in that in the music video, the recent music video we had where she's with, with her kids and stuff. It's so sweet to see them. So sweet. I think she she and she has like the sweetest kids. And did you know that she was godmother to Bluebell? I did. I don't think I knew that. I did. I don't, I don't well, Jerry and Emma have remained close. Like. Well, of course, but I actually just don't. I think that piece of information slipped me by until I saw it today. And like that's just so nice. Of course. <laughs> of course. Did she make Jerry? Her godmother, though, for her kids. I don't think she did. Me either. I don't think she did. But I think it's because. Emma's got a lot of women in her life. Yes. And as we mentioned, um, she has two kids. Her first child, Bo, which I love the name mm, Bo. I like the name Bo, too. And then her second child, Tate. Tate. Another name I like. Tate. And then, of course, Jade Jones. Well, I mean, Jade Jones is fine, but we're bearing the lead with, in terms of... Okay. What? She's been with Jade Jones for 20 years, of course. They've been on and off, but... This is the big mystery in her life. Mm. Did she or did she not fuck Justin Timberlake? Well, we're never going to know. No, but well, she's hinted that, you know, they had a thing. Well, they I think that they did have a thing. I think that they had a thing for sure. Yeah. I'm going to say that they did. I really hope so, because if she got Justin, that was like his prime, too, in my yeah. opinion. Well, no, yeah, that was when she he got was... him at peak Justin. Yeah, which is perfect. Like, that's what you need. But yeah, her relationship with Jay Jones. Yeah, I mean, very, very you fun. know, obviously, like, totally in love. And, you know, back in the day when they were, like, much younger, of course. You Still know, not you... married. But that, but she's always been very open about that. Yeah, like, she, don't she, she doesn't be... seem to be, like, interested in it. Like, it doesn't define her and it doesn't f- define them, which is fantastic. Um, and smart. Another piece of information. You know, I like to try and connect things back to myself and how me you and Emma Bunton. Know. Me and Emma Bunton. Did you also date Jay Jones? No, but my sister. <laughs> dated Jay Jones? No, she no. didn't. Um, but so 
back in the day, like 1999, I want to say maybe 2000, when her and Jade were on a break, she, um, Victoria and David set Emma up with Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. Who was like a footballer. But we, our neighbor was um, Frank Lampard, who's a famous footballer also. And his best friend was Rio Ferdinand. And uh, Did my, he date your sister? He, My sister and Frank Lampard dated. And during this time, he like she would go out with Rio Ferdinand. But she never went on a double date with Emma. No, but my cousin Jane um, w- did date Rio Ferdinand briefly. They went on like a whole like date thing. This must have been before or after Emma. I don't know. Um, but all I wanted was for my sister to be, still be with Frank Lampard, befriend Emma Bunton, and bring her into my life. And my sister didn't facilitate this well that was a very convoluted story for emma didn't date rio ferdinand for very long anyway i know but still i was going for every connection i could possibly get you clearly did but don't you think it's weird how we just kind of almost just keep missing each other in life no i assume all you british people are you know somehow connected (laughs) well we kind of are to be fair you're not wrong (laughs) you're not wrong yeah i mean that kind of brings us to a close to a close we've we've you know spoken a lot about her I don't know that there's anything else I need to add Again we said this at the top of the show That when you love somebody so much And you have so much praise for them It kind of No we were very honest though I must say We were honest we And were actually was honest. probably more honest Than I thought I was going to be yeah. About life in mono yeah. But I felt like I needed to say it It was my time Well We're going to take a little bit of a break Not from the show not... But we're James is going on vacation <laughs> yes. I have a work conference But we'll be back To we'll talk be about back the Return to do of the Spice Girls Return of the Spice Girls And it will at this point, obviously, we'll already be very much in the Spice World 2019 shows. Um, so we'll probably, we'll definitely have some information about that, which will be great. I'm super excited to see how it's all going to pan out. Do you do you want... So, question. Yes, I want to know everything. Do you? I just don't, I don't know. Like, I need as soon to see as a little bit. Start, but as soon as... Obviously, it's all just going to just start being on everybody's Instagram stories, right? Yeah, just like the Game of Thrones finale. Well, I don't watch that. But I just, I just don't know that, like... I need to know. I, I need know. to see the set list. That oh. I ha- that much I have to see, and I need to see some clips. I I just just a little bit, I just to wet know. my but appetite. But then, don't you think we're gonna end up seeing too much before? Nice pun. No, but don't you think we're gonna end up seeing too much before? Because we're going no, right beca- at the end. Well, because it's all gonna be over. I know, but I have really good restraint about not watching too much in advance. But I need to see some. Oh, I definitely need to see some. And I need to hear if I'm gonna be very very scared if people are like, "This is terrible." Oh, I don't want anybody to But see. I don't think people I don't think, will. But, uh, We're just how happy to have How can it be? Them. I don't know how it can be. I don't know how. It would only be terrible if they came out on an empty stage with no lights, no microphone, no music, and just tried to sing. Acapella? Yeah. like And well, tried to do terrible. the whole concert. Like, that would be, we'd be like, no. guys, this isn't what we want. It'll be fine. We're going to be fine. Anyway, we'll be back <laughs> soon. We'll be back soon. You'll, we'll let you guys know when we're back, but it's going to be like a couple of weeks. Don't worry about it. Just go back to our old episodes. <laughs> yeah, revisit them. Revisit. Take a listen. Maybe you've changed your mind. Share it with a friend. Do it all. But it's been wonderful to share our Baby Spice memories with you and our opinions, and we're very intrigued to hear about your little tidbits. I love it when you tell us some extra information after our shows. It sends us on a journey we didn't know we were going to go on. So thank you so much, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, baby.